0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of RAN, We Booked It. This episode is all about the authors that we love. Before we get started, as per usual, make sure to
1: follow our Instagram app, We Booked It, for more updates about the podcast. All
0: right, so today we're just going to talk a little bit about um, not only authors that we love, but authors that are lesser known that we love. Why? Why? <laughs> So I chose Jennifer Lynn Barnes, um, and she's an author that I recently rediscovered when I was rediscovered. Yeah, like you know how you can sometimes forget that someone <laughs> exists. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just forgot her. <laughs> I forget, you know, but it's not like she's always in the back of my mind. It happens. I mean. I- I completely get it. Just the way you said that. <laughs> it's like that Taylor Swift song. I forgot that you existed. I don't listen to Taylor Swift. She, you she should. She's pretty good. You a Swiftie? Is that what they're called? Or yeah, I'm a Swiftie. She just re-released Fearless, which is like, I think her second album. Yeah. Which means nothing to you, but like <laughs> all I'm
1: thinking of is my other friend's boyfriend likes Taylor Swift. That's all I'm thinking.
0: Yeah, my boyfriend likes Taylor Swift. Oh no. Too. <laughs> I think him and his brothers do. Continue on, you rediscovered. <laughs> so I rediscovered Jennifer when I was reorganizing my bookshelf. So I have her series called The Naturals, which when I first discovered it, when I first read it, it's very, very similar. Except I read the first book in, like, two days. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, which was, like, not something I did normally (laughs) or ever really now. I just, I couldn't put it down. And now she's releasing what I think is a new trilogy or, like, a new series called The Inheritance Games, which I finished the first book of a few weeks ago. I've heard of that. It's pretty good. I don't know if you've seen the movie Knives Out. Nope. But it's basically like... Knives Out is... They're trying to figure out... (laughs) Trying to figure out a way to say this. How do you explain this to someone who's never seen anything about it? Right. So, basically, in both of them, guys with lots of money die. (laughs) And so there's an inheritance in both, both of the books. But Knives Out is like... Well, did he die of natural causes or was he murdered? Whereas this book that i read isn't like they're not questioning his death or anything it's they're in question they're questioning why he gave all of his money to this random girl that isn't even part of their family brought to be that random girl <laughs> yes. like and he's worth billions like he's the richest man in texas oh and like one of the in like one of the top ten. so don't you know? move to california <laughs> yeah It's like, it's just interesting. So she writes very good mystery, thriller, young adult books. So So
1: would that be like all of the genres she covers Like.
0: Yeah, pretty much. That's what I've read from her is like the thriller um, mystery books. Um, But she also has like paranormal romance. Paranormal romance. Yeah, I think I think one of the series is like a werewolf. I don't know. I haven't read it. Okay, I've just seen it. it. My mind was like a ghost loves a human. <laughs> yeah, like maybe I don't know. There's like a weird Hallmark movie like that. I'm sure there is. <laughs> I'm sure, there's many. Yeah. So she's like covers fantasy, science fiction, but also contemporary. Mm. So, <laughs> I mean, the, the Inheritance Games is more contemporary. I would say her, her natural series is contemporary, but it's they're also thrillers slash mysteries, so they're mm-hmm. not like, oh, the boy saves me, or, you know, just like the cringe kind of contemporary. I think I've seen the cover of the
1: Inheritance Games, and I would not have thought of that as, like, contemporary.
0: Yeah, the way the yeah that
1: does not strike me as what my as what I view as like the stereotypical
0: contemporary novel. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like
0: yeah, it's it's cool. It, it is it's cool. so good. I guess it's more set in a contemporary time, but <laughs> <laughs> still good. It's still good.
1: It's a cool cover. So if she covers all these different things, how does her writing
0: style handle it? Oh man, it's so good. Like. <laughs> <laughs> she handles her writing so well. Like it's easy to read and yet it's not simplistic or basic. We like have very different writing styles with the with my <laughs> author that I chose. Yeah. <laughs> like her writing is captivating. Like I said it's not simplistic or basic, but it's not like convoluted either. It's like the plots that she builds are interwoven but it all kind of makes sense in the end. It's, it's not so complicated that you're like, Cassandra Clare, what's going on? <laughs> so, like, she has the kind of writing that just, like, sucks you in. And then you'll be there for hours before you resurface. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not really because you want to stop reading. It's because, like, you're hungry or you have <laughs> something else you need to do, like you have to do. It is by mere
1: necessity that I have decided to grace the world my presence
0: again. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, And you know how like some authors are known for like their description. So like writing exactly what the writer needs to like be put into the book. Mm -hmm. And then like some authors are like their characters are basically what's keeping you reading it. um, Because they're like wild or relatable or you just want to see if they get together her (laughs) writing like encompasses bits of all these things but mainly it's a combination of a really good plot really good characters and descriptions that aren't like fanciful but still keep you engrossed Mm -hmm. so (laughs) so talking about descriptions one of my
1: favorite things about a book can be the world that it builds mm-hmm. so tell me about her
0: skills in world building i mean being set contemporary is like the world's kind of built for you already yeah lucky yeah <laughs> You're <kind of> cheating. <laughs> not really i'm sorry i don't know if that really like it still applies i would say because like in the inheritance games she goes to this huge mansion it's called i think hawthorne house or something and like every year the guy would add a new room and he was really into, like, puzzles and, like, hidden chambers and, like, just, like, secret passageways. So, in each room, there's, like, something new to discover. Money well spent. Yes. <laughs> and he has, like, three libraries in his house. Three. So, yeah. Amazing. That are known of. There's probably more hidden away. This is true. The hidden libraries are the best libraries. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's it's just cool to see, like, how she uses... Um, like, riddles and, like, all the stuff this old man was interested in (laughs) to build up this cool place to be in. Um, so it's not like they're in mundane situations or anything. Like, in the naturals, these kids are at crime scenes. They go to a casino. They go to a frat party to, like, investigate. How old are these kids? Like, uh, they're minors, so... Like 17, 16.
1: So are they like minors nowadays for minors nowadays look in their twenties then? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm so bothered by that. They look older than me. Yeah. Uh, I never understood why like teenagers in the in like movies and shows are like that person is legit twenty five. Yeah. Like <laughs> I never understood why they're portrayed so much older and doing so much more mature things. When I was at that age, I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to leave the house. I don't leave. Please don't make me go to a party. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well. So yeah. Okay.
1: So you're talking about the old man in his house. Yeah. So do you meet the old man at all in the book? Or is he dead by Mm -hmm. then? He is dead. So So there's no real character
0: development for him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. But, like, there kind of is, though, because... Oh!
1: Beyond the grave.
0: Yeah, beyond the grave. Like, he's in every part of the house. And, like, he's built up this whole riddle to, like, have his grandsons and this girl he gave his inheritance to figure out... Like, they want to figure out why. And so, like, he set up all these riddles and, like... You know, fun things and oh, yeah, just fun things. You just like have to press on this tile in the floor, and then like a secret passageway. So, so opens it's like an up. escape room. Yes, like an escape room. So, like, you see the kind of man he was because the main character, the girl, really wants to figure out why she has all this money now. Like, she doesn't remember meeting him. <laughs> I think I just took up the money. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, thanks, man. I <laughs> And she's very different because like she was legit living out of her car and then the next day she has, she's inherited all this. So, (laughs) and she doesn't spend it on anything. Like she, her, like one of her things is she would run poker games in like the park or at her school or something to raise money for a guy that she knew was homeless and like buy him a breakfast sandwich or like get him stuff that he needs and so when she gets this money she's like oh yeah i'm gonna get this guy some housing like what (laughs) isn't that so humble
1: (laughs) that's so wholesome yes my heart
0: (laughs) yeah oh so she has good character development. Mm-hmm. And she's oh insanely God. smart. Like, she figures things out so quickly.
1: And yet, like... Well, you can't rely on the grandsons, can't, too. Like, no. can't you?
0: Like, no. It's never the side characters. They can't do anything. No. The only... Excuse me. The only thing that I don't like is there is a love triangle. And it's oh. two brothers and her. Oh, and the, the classic, yeah. She did that with her Naturals series as well. There's like two boys in the program, and it's the girl, which, you know, it's fine. It is. It is what it is. It is what it is. But I think, we like, he didn't really need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, and like, I think her characters sometimes don't realize that they have flaws but not in, like, a way that makes them dense. Mm -hmm. I think, like, we're all kind of like that. We don't really realize that we have weaknesses. Um, But, like, eventually they figure out what they are, and they try to grow from it. And, (laughs) like, that tends, you know, how things tend to get worse before they get better. That's just how it happens. (laughs) So,
1: yeah. So, I know with books there can be like little things that you like just Mm -hmm. like just like the little details that really bring it all together so what are some of the little details oh my goodness
0: I like that her book covers have one aspect my goodness one aspect from like what the main book is talking about it's like this inheritance games there's like a dagger and a crown and like a a candle on the cover and like those all come into play in the story so it's kind of like how we talked in our one episode Mm -hmm. about book covers and how we like there are objects on the front that tie in with the story (laughs) um so yeah I like that and I like that her Natural series, which I absolutely love, it's, like, right up my alley because it's Criminal Minds meets Young Adult Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> so she just writes about things that I love and enjoy and want to read. And <laughs> it's so author like, after Rose's own heart. Right. And it's, like, so out of character because I'm not really someone who typically enjoys mysteries or thrillers. But the way she writes is just... Like the exact plot and characters that I need, <laughs> so yeah. Her stuff's just good, <laughs> Jennifer Lynn Barnes.
1: Go check her out. Yes, indeed. So for my author, I'm not sure how lesser known this author is, mm-hmm. but it is Chris Christelle Davos. I'm pretty sure I said her name right. She is French, um, oui. and I love her so much i'm i'm kind of doing this on her because like i'm kind of on a kick where like i am currently rereading all of the books i have by her which is two and then i'm reading the third one which i haven't read yet because the fourth one's coming out soon and that's the final one and i don't think i'm ready for it to end but it's okay um so like before i continue i I can't continue without also thanking the person who translated these books into English. Mm -hmm. So I had the privilege to read them, which is Hildegard Cyril.
0: That's how I would say
1: it. Okay. Yes. So it's funny because there's a character named Hildegard in the book, but she died. So (laughs) I'm sure there was no connection, but I just, I drew that Mm -hmm. anyway. So, she's, like, a young adult fantasy, I guess. I mean, you might be able to say it's sci-fi because it takes place in the future. Mm. And, like, I don't know. Like, it might be able to be classified as that, but I don't really know. Okay, So, we'll just go with fantasy
0: for now. And, like, what's her writing style?
1: So, you know how you said yours was
0: easy to read? (laughs) Yeah. Nope. (laughs) I... She's a well-educated author.
1: Yes. <laughs> I honestly, I'm learning so many new words. <laughs> but I, I love it. I love it. it because it creates an aesthetic for the book.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, it just, it's beautiful. I love it. Her writing style is amazing. So like it, it was translated to English, so it might not be like perfect translation or it might sound different if you were reading it in another language. Like, in English, to me, it's, like, sophisticated and, like, um, like, it has the classical music vibe aesthetic to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, read this while you listen to classical music. (laughs) Um, or a certain video game soundtrack that I've been listening to on repeat while I read it.
0: What video game
1: soundtrack? Um, Frostpunk. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard of that. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. (laughs) If you guys have extra time, just go on maybe Apple Music, I don't know if it's on Spotify, I don't have Spotify, and um, just search up Frostpunk soundtrack. It is so amazing, it's so intense, it's, I love it. But, like, I feel like it fits with the intensity of these books, like, when it gets to the climax, it's big. And then she has like, so you were talking about like description. She has a very descriptive writing style, Mm -hmm. where she, bless her heart, (laughs) she tries to set up this whole scene, and I'm sure it's beautiful, but she does use big words, so I have a trouble. I have a little bit of trouble visualizing it. Mm -hmm. But it's okay because it's it's all completely worth it, in my opinion, because it just fits, and. I don't know. It's really captivating for me. Like, I know some people are like, ooh, I don't know. Like, but like about like new words, like big Mm -hmm. descriptions, but like I really enjoy the way she writes. And I feel like it really fits into the theme of the whole world that Mm -hmm. she has created. Because it's just I don't even know how to describe it. Like I literally feel thrown into this world because it feels so different from our own world. Mm-hmm. And I was, speaking of the world. <laughs> what do you think of her world building and how she does it? It's insanely distinct, actually. So like, in the world of the book, there's before the rupture and after the rupture. Before the rupture, the world is as it is now. After the rupture, the world has been broken off into big chunks of land that are called arcs. And each arc has like a different way of speaking mm-hmm. and like, like the same language, but like they have a different accent. Their society and culture is just so different. The way people act, like the rules on the, that specific arc. And it's all really, really interesting. Like you read the first book. And it takes place on the main character's arc, which is Anima. And for me, I was like, yeah, that's pretty similar to, like, what my life is. And then she goes to her fiancé's arc, which is called The Pole. And it's, like, completely different. And it's kind of like a culture shock.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: And it, I just really like seeing, like, how different everything is. Like, in this third book, they're on a different arc called Babel and once again like complete culture shock and just how everything is run so like building all of those and their strange rules and you're not sure what's happening but like you're learning with the character I really like that what do you think of how she develops her characters throughout the story I really like how she develops her characters in the story so in like you mentioned like They see their weaknesses and they work on it. They don't really see their weaknesses. Mm -hmm. At least, like, we don't see other characters seeing their weaknesses up front. We do see, like, the main character seeing her weaknesses and building on that. But a lot of the character development from her is more subtle, which I really like because that's more realistic. Mm -hmm. It's more like changing because of your past and because of the people in your life. And you don't even realize that you're really changing until something shows it, and I really, really like that. Like, one of the characters, um, she was a mother, she lost her children though, Mm. and um, she was pregnant at the time and she's talking to the main character about like, I was a terrible mother for this and that, and like, I didn't learn my lesson from then, but then she talks to the character. She's like, help me be a better mother. And that's just like, like seeing your weaknesses and growing on them, but like also like subtly changing your mind. Mm-hmm. And I just, I really love it. And I just love the character. So like one of the characters, there's always that character. I feel like in every book, that side character who's like the loud comedic relief, but is also a very big part of the story yep yeah Yep. his name is archibald i love him with i love him with my whole heart um he's clearly in the in the second book you learn that he's probably depressed (laughs) but like he always puts up this front he's always smiling he's always there for his friends and in the second book he has this huge thing happen and he basically loses his family um even though they're not dead but in essence he becomes dead to them mm. and he goes from like always being with someone to like being alone
0: mm-hmm.
1: and for a while you see him and he's really sad because like that's hard and he's like it's just really sad but then like the next time you see him like he's gotten better he has new people in his life like and it's not his family he's created his own family now and it's just I love it. And it makes me happy to see, even if some characters. I also like some characters are more stubborn than others. So they change in ways that are really hard to see. And you're like, I just want to hit you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, so that's her character development.
0: Nice. And then uh, what are some of the things that you've really enjoyed? So many things. Mm -hmm.
1: There's. Okay. First off, so there are like little extra things in these books, like in each book.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I love them all. Okay. So there is a table of contents in each book. Mm. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I don't use it, but I like to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, just look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, each chapter starts with the word the and then an object or something and the object always ties back in to what's happening in that chapter what? yeah okay that's pretty cool I, always like i was rereading it and one chapter was called the bell and i was like how could this tie in but it, it may not tie into the story overall but it ties into that chapter because she's like this bell just won't stop ringing people keep coming and bothering me and the bell keeps ringing mm-hmm. um and then there are little intermissions I guess you could call them. So, like, they are little chapters where you're not in the main character's point of view anymore. So, I don't remember if they had them in the first book, but in the second book, they were called reprises because they were someone trying to recall details of past memories. Mm-hmm. And in this book, there are there the like little intermissions are the only chapters without the word "the" in them. And they don't take place from the main character's point of view. They take place from another character, Victoria's point of view, who I have really enjoyed reading her point of view because she's, like, three, but she can't walk or mm-hmm. talk. So they take place from Victoria's point of view. And she was an anticipated character. She's She was born in the last book. Mm. So, like, seeing her... Uh, now because it's been like three years it's really cool to see her perspective and stuff like that and there was big controversy with her so it was fun um and then starting in the second book thus like the book has like little recaps which is oh. so like it tries to like it tells you like the main points of what happened last book even though it's not even a fraction of what happened last book <laughs> like i'm not even kidding I read the recap for book two since I've started book three, and I'm like, that doesn't cover half of all the things that happened. But it's okay. There's a lot that happened. And then the second book on the inside of the hardback covers, like on here, had the family tree.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: And I thought that was awesome. And then this one has a map of all the different arcs. <laughs> so it's just... It's the little
0: things. Mm-hmm. I like books that have that, those extra details. Yes. If your book is
1: a map, instantly, I love mm-hmm. Or like art
0: between chapters. <gasps> or... Yes. Oh, that's fun too. Just like oh, awesome little touches. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is that all for today? I believe so. Well, thank you for listening to our podcast. Once again,
1: our Instagram's there. It's just waiting. It's got some good posts on it. And and if you follow, you'll be able to help us with
0: future episodes as well. Mm -hmm. But as as for for now, we got to book it.